it's Tiara Jasmine Fielding, and you're listening to Broadway Babe 2000. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. I have such an exciting episode this week with a very special guest. You may have seen him on Broadway in Mamma Mia or on the national tour or in Las Vegas. He is well known in the theater community and is known for his dancing feet. So please welcome Tony Gonzalez. Hello. How are you, Tiara? I'm good, Tony. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so good. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You are a great person. You have such a joyous attitude. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to Tony and I want to speak with him, see how he's doing. And yeah, so how are you doing? How are you dealing with being home? You're now in Ohio from New York City. Yeah, yeah, I came to Ohio, you know, like two months ago when this all got really exciting, as it were, and um, decided I needed to, I wanted to be with my family, you know, so it's been, um, A, I'm very grateful to my parents for taking me in at this point in my life. Um, B, I'm very grateful to not be alone in my apartment in New York, and a big shout out to all of my teammates who are in their apartments in New York, and thriving truly um but it's been uh it's been up and down right Tara I'm sure it's been for you as well it's like one day feels like great like I get my workout in I do some creative things I I dance a little I play the piano or whatever and then the next day I'm like Disney plus and ice cream that's it no yeah I totally get how you're feeling it's just a big roller coaster one second you're like oh my gosh like this is actually pretty fun and you forget about what's going on in the outside world. And then you're like, Oh, like this is real. This isn't some like post-apocalyptic apocalyptic movie. Same. But yeah. So what have you been watching on Disney plus? Oh, work. So that's like a Maleficent, just, just like two days on Sunday, I watched like the Maleficent like sequel or whatever that's all about. Um, because I needed something like that, like, like crazy fantasy, like out of the world, you know, out of any world. But what I do a lot of, what I got through all of is all the, like, of course, all the Disney behind the scenes, all the imagineering things, that stuff is so wildly thrilling to me. Do you watch that ever? I like to watch the show Encores with Kristen Bell. Right, right. And they like put together like the musicals with all the older people and yes. they all come back to high school. I did. I have watched, I've not watched enough of that. I'll be honest with you. I need to watch more. Um, I might be like too close to home or something. Like it might be like, <laughs> I need to be there like mentally and emotionally prepare myself for like, what is that like musical theater in high school? But it is a really cool platform, I think. Yeah. And you've been involved in theater your whole life. Let's talk about how you came into theater and how you ended up choosing it as a career. Yeah. It's funny. I'm actually currently in the room where I grew up in. I didn't tell you that before we just started talking. Um, It didn't look like this. Like it was like the walls were nonstop. There was like a Phantom of the Opera poster over here. There was a (laughs) Janet Jackson poster. There was like posters of like i would i've got these audition posters from a local um theme park called cedar point i don't know if you're familiar it's in ohio yeah, i've heard of it and they'd have these posters for their live show auditions and this is actually like i will answer your question eventually that's actually how i got like into um live entertainment because when we were kids my parents would take us to this theme park 
And I loved the ride, the rides, but I was like so obsessed with the shows. My dad would get the um, schedule of the shows and I'd be like, cool, cool, cool. We'll wait in line for the rides, but we have to see these shows, you know? So that got me excited about live entertainment. And I really thought that was it. I thought that was the pinnacle because that felt like at, at eight years old, that felt like I was watching this singing and dancing on stage live in front of me. I was like, well, that's it. And I'm going to try to do that. And so I did, I did that for a couple summers and had the time of my life, met the most amazing people, learned the most incredible discipline as it goes in the business, as far as taking care of yourself and doing five shows a day and, you know, for six days a week and everything. So that's like what started it. And then I realized, or when I found out there was like another, there were other levels of live entertainment. Um, then I just started like looking into those and I, I ended up, um, well, I went to college during that time too. I was going to college at Otterbein theater in Ohio in central Ohio for musical theater, had an incredible experience there and also learned obviously much more about the Broadway community and the Broadway version of live entertainment. So that was, I guess my big introduction to that. That's so awesome how you were just surrounded by it your whole life. And I could totally, like, I could totally feel the same way about my upbringing and just being surrounded by theater. And then you really pursuing your passions because you see something in front of you and that's what you want your life to be, which is so beautiful. Right. And you you have a little unfair advantage. You got to go into the city when you were little, right? Yeah. I only live like... I live like 45 minutes away. So like, it's always been really special. And I feel like the city is my backyard. So being away from it right now is like it's super tough. hard for me. Like it's Long so Island, tough. Long Island is fun and all, but like it's no New York City. You're like so close and so far away. Wait, now I get to ask you a question. What was the last show you've seen since before this, this well, uh, pandemic? Right before Broadway closed, my friend flew in from Arkansas, so we saw a bunch of shows. So I got to see Diana, and oh. I got to see Phantom of the Opera right before okay. Broadway closed with them, which was really nice. And it's just obviously sad what's going on. Great shows. But what about you? What shows did you see before the Broadway The last closed? thing I saw... Ooh. I mean, the last thing I saw might have been Tina. I think I only say ooh because it was actually it was epic. Um, I, there, I, I I feel like I had tickets to something. I can't remember now, but I think I think Tina was the last thing I saw, and mm-hmm. it's have you seen it? It's epic. Yeah, and even just that theater is gorgeous because I remember telling you about like my internship when we met in the subway station that day, and. I would deliver goodies to the Luton Fontaine Theater, like, and put them on the seats. So I would see the actors, like, in rehearsal and stuff. Oh, fun. <laughs> and you'd stand there, like, a little longer. I would do that. Like, I'd do that right now. I'd be like, I just want to, it's going to take me so long to put these cookies down. Like, I'm just going to hold here and just watch, like. And it's funny, because one of the actresses was like, who are the cookies for, like, Beyonce or something? <laughs> and I had thought she said, like, oh, Beyonce's coming tonight. So I was like, I was like to my boss, like, I need to get a ticket tonight. Beyonce's coming to Tina. And she goes, no, no, no. She said, is the cookie for Beyonce? And it was, it was the funniest thing. 
But how did you end up getting involved in Mamma Mia? I know you did the national tour, you did Broadway, and that's so amazing. What was that whole process like for you? And I know you did many different roles, so it must have been crazy. Yeah, I like love Mamma Mia more than almost anybody. But that's a lie because some people really love it. And then I'm like, whoa, I thought I loved it. Um, you should meet my sister. She named her dog Mia. Tell her I love her for that, clearly. I will. <laughs> I, I literally got involved with Mamma Mia. Um, I went to an open call in the city, right, for, for the show. And they were looking at the time for, like, an immediate replacement as a swing on the national tour. And that worked out because of the so many things. You know, right time, right place. I, I'm grateful, obviously, for training I've had and, and for other opportunities I had that actually led to that. But um, And then my time with Mamma Mia, which, which I feel is not over. It's actually not over, and I hope it never is if, if, if I'm so lucky, and I have been so mm-hmm. lucky, Tiara, right? But um, started like on the tour, and then I went to the Vegas production for a little while. Then from there, I came to the New York production. And then I went to, and I've worked on a cruise ship production. Like, name it, I kind of worked on it. Now I've worked on um, productions that aren't the original choreography. and So I've gotten to be in that world a little bit too in regional theater. And like you said, played so many roles because, you know, as a swing and an utter study, I, I have to, up to this point, I have played all the roles in the show except for the three dads which I'm grateful at the time I was too young, but now, like, when Mamma Mia comes back back to Broadway, which we're hoping happens, maybe I can play the dads then, you know? No, you're too young to play the dads. Oh, stop it. You're sweet. You don't see my gray hairs underneath. No, you look so cute. And that's so funny, because you were the dance captain also for Mamma Mia for a bunch... Was that for the Broadway production or the national tour? At different times, both. Um kind of I, I worked kind of as a universal swing for a little while and kind of jumped around where they needed a swing and or a dance captain but um as it is i closed the the new york the broadway production as a dance captain uh, when it closed i was and uh spent time on tour as a dance captain as mm-hmm. well and, and how was, as well that's so awesome that must have been so different to be in vegas because it must be like a stripped down version of the show right no, actually, funny you should bring that up. Have you been to, have you seen shows in Vegas? No, I've never been. Turn. I wonder if you'll go sometime. I think you might, because there were some great shows there. But Mamma Mia was the first show to not, like, truncate the show. Like, Phantom, Jersey Boys, you know, name it. There were different shows. We Will Rock You. We Will Rock You started out as the whole thing and then got smaller as it went on. But uh, Mamma Mia was the whole thing. So, like... People sat there. Some people didn't, though. I won't lie to you. Some people left the intermission because they were like, we got to get back to the slot machines. I would have sat through all of Mamma Mia. I love that show. Like, I literally know it inside out, Tony. Like, we need to have a sing-along when this is over. We will. Do you like the movies? Okay. I love Amanda Seyfried. She's so amazing. I love her. Like, the best Sophie ever. She's pretty awesome. The second one was very cute. Oh, see, I got obsessed with the second one. I think it's because I was so obsessed with being like, oh, is this the backstory? Like, I've been doing this show for like 15 years, and all of a sudden now I know where everybody came from. You know what I mean? Like, some of that stuff we like talked about when we would learn the show, 
but obviously this took it deeper and it was exciting i was just so upset that they just like killed her oh like, weird you know, weird yeah you, like you know what i mean i was like yeah. come on like you can't do that to meryl streep i know it's probably because she was like maybe she wasn't available to be in the whole movie so like ah, oh, we'll just kill her and get Cher. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah that was pretty awesome when Cher like flew in on a on a helicopter or something like that that was pretty sick yeah <laughs> but back to when you were dance captain it must have been so interesting when new cast members were coming in what was that process like for you like basically helping them learn all these dance routines mm -hmm. and putting them into the show really yeah it's kind of one of it's one of my more favorite experiences i've had tons of favorite experiences with the show but that in general with any show like let you get to be more hands-on with like all the pieces and parts you know it's and it's plenty of work because you have to know all the pieces and parts but to be involved with um when somebody first comes in and you know rehearsals are like just you and that other person for quite some time and the people also the people i got to work with are above and beyond i have to like give a huge shout out to ashley park because that rehearsal process was so amazing. And she brings it up a lot. And she's like so gorgeously humble and so stunningly talented that for her to be like, oh, I remember when Tony Gonzalez like taught me in the show on Broadway, I was like, what? I can't even believe that you would remember that. But a great time because it's just like the two of us in a dance studio for hours being like, boo, lay, boo, aha. You know what I mean? Like, so that's a good time. It's a cool process. And then it's cool to see you know, watch people do that. It was actually her Broadway debut. And then like get to watch her Broadway, to get to be a part of somebody's Broadway debut, get real. And and it was my Broadway debut as well. So. Yeah. Well, how did you feel? What was your excitement on the first night you walked out on that stage making your Broadway debut? That must've been crazy. So cool. A, I slipped on um, rose petal confetti. And that's the, that's the, one of the memories I have, of course, a strong memory is it was my parents they live in ohio right and it was their first time to visit new york was on that weekend so that was incredibly special and it was i mean to be honest the winter garden theater is hands down i don't care what anybody says it's the best theater it's the best theater in the house and backstage on the stage because it like you're so connected with the audience you know some theaters like the audience feels like so far away but the winter garden you're so you're like almost surrounded by the audience so it, has, it was pretty magical like the whole thing was magical though you know what i mean like that day of course is pretty special for people in our industry but it's the whole experience and it's just and it's 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 a magical thing for sure do you like remember walking out on that stage or like did you like black out the second you got there <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, because the first number that you walk out on stage is Money Money. And I'm here to tell you the um, Mamma Mia choreographer's name is Anthony Van Lass. And he's an incredibly special man. He's a London London-based choreographer, but does things worldwide. And to be it's some of his best choreography, I think, um, because it's so percussive and it's so storytelling. Like it it's and you like hit these like strong poses. And I remember like busting out on stage like hit this pose like feeling truly feeling like you said like i thought i this is like the greatest thing i'll ever feel you know and i have friends watch kids come to the show dear friends come to the show and family and so it's cool oh that's so sweet i remember i saw mama mia when i was like 
13 or 14, I think I went with my mom and it was one of the most amazing shows that I had seen. I think I actually saw it when like, if I'm, if I'm, unless I'm making this up, like Chrissy Altimore was in it or something like yeah. that, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. I have to find that playbill somewhere. I wonder if you were in it that I'm year. sure. I would imagine I was. It, I definitely did the show with Christy and we love. And um, what about, uh, yeah, I'm sure it would be in that, in that playbill. I'm sure you have it too, knowing you and your love. <laughs> I have to find it somewhere. I was sorting through all my playbills and I put them in alphabetical order. I have like five binders. Like it's actually oh, cool. like do you, have, do you also have like other like Broadway memorabilia that you like? Do you like collect things other than playbills? Well, I have like I collect all the show cups because you know what's silly? Some people throw them out, which I don't understand. You pay ten dollars for the cup. Why are you throwing it out? No, you gotta keep it. So I have like maybe like like two cabinets full of cups. <laughs> and amazing. then I, I buy t-shirts and I have like all the little CDs. Like I have Thoroughly Modern Millie posters everywhere with mm-hmm. Sutton Foster on them. Mm-hmm. It's, what about you? Like, have you kept things over the years from when you were in shows? What's the mm-hmm. like thing you stole off of set if you've stolen anything? A uh, blanket from okay so if you ever okay remember in mamma mia where they sing um our last summer it's harry the british dad and donna and they like sing our last summer and they play on the bed and then they take this blanket off the bed and they put it on the ground and sit like they're having a picnic yeah yeah work so when we were moving the show from the winter garden to the Broadhurst, they were getting rid of a bunch of props and i won't say who was running doing props at the time but she, this angel goes, if you want this, you can have it. Cause like, we're just getting rid of like this stuff. We're just getting rid of. I was like, you mean like trashy? And she's like, yeah. So I took that blanket is my favorite blanket. I take it to the beach. Like uh, last summer we went to Long Island. I take it to the beach. Like it's the greatest. You've done lots of theater in your life. What's one of your dream roles or roles like you aspire to see yourself in one day? Years ago, it was it was Bernardo and West Side Story, which I know is so random. Um, but like, I played it in high school, and I had this like I thought it was like this the most incredible thing that ever happened to me. I was like, this is the greatest role. Anyways, I love the role Bernardo, though I'm I am this is too old to be doing that. I think oh um, oh I know I'd I'd love to play Zach in a chorus line someday. That'd be sick. Yeah, I think that's a really cool, cool role. And I'll tell you why, too, because though it can be on the surface level, it's like, oh, this like mean guy and he's based off of uh, Michael Bennett and a handful of people and, and he's just nasty. And I did the show this summer and played Greg uh, past this past summer. And I was like, that role is fierce. Like, he's not mean. And we all know, you know, those of us that audition all the time or whatever, we know what it's like. I know what it's like to be behind the table and in front of the table, which is uh, I'm grateful for to know that people aren't like mean. They just are insecure or I don't know. We could get on a whole political. No, talk you're about right. It's definitely crazy when you go into those audition rooms. I mean, this past year, there was a huge open call for the national tour of Hairspray. And I fit a Tracy very well, I believe. So they're good. I went in for that and I went in for, they had a Royal Caribbean cruise line version of hairspray also. So I went in for the hairspray cruise line one first 
And I remember walking in that room, they had like this iPad and you handed them the music, they played the song and then you walked out and they were like, yes or no. And then I got two rounds of callbacks for that, which was pretty cool. All right. But the national tour, that call was just a mess because there were so many people there. You should have seen like Pearl Studios was actually on a rampage that day. Maybe like- I can only imagine. Wait, we love Royal Caribbean and we love their all their teams down there. So I really support that as when ships pick back up. I my hairspray story many years prior to yours is similar, and it was Ripley Greer. And it was packed and it was for the first national tour. It was so packed. And it was like, we everyone's like shoved in this room to hold and then shoved in this room to dance. And it was like a full day. It was a whole situation. Be a crazy process for you because you get to act. And when you're auditioning and stuff, now that people know you, how has that process been for you? You mean... When I audition, like when I go into the room, like how yeah. is it for, well, I'll be honest with you. I haven't done it as much as I should. Like, cause I think it's a good practice, even if it's not something you're, you're, you insist on booking or whatever, but I will say I still get nervous and I, you know what I mean? Like, I think we're always going to get nervous. I want to feel, I don't know if you do or not. I give it up to the people who don't get nervous but if you know, get nervous, right? You know, if I do know the people behind the table, like I try to like, it's it's kind of a weird thing because a you want to say hi, but also when you're behind the table, it's weird because you don't want to take away if you're not in charge of the audition. Like I'm never, very rarely, if ever, in charge of the audition. But sometimes if I'm behind the table, I'm part of the team helping to to cast and helping to create the show. You want to say hi, you want to give them a big hug, but you don't want to make a big deal about it. Same thing goes like when I walk in the room, like, I'll be like, hey, Janet, or like, hey, whatever. And people are like, hi. Or one time, just recently, actually, I went up to like shake the hands. And I don't know why I did it as I was walking up to the table. (laughs) If you guys can't hear right now, but Tiara just did a spit take with her water. You can't see her. I went up to shake because I knew other people on the panel, but I didn't know this one guy. And Somebody was introducing me, so I went to shake his hand. As I was doing it, I was like, Tony, why are you doing In my head, I was like, this is wrong. This is wrong. Thankfully, it was pre-corona. Post-corona, there's no shaking hands. And so- no shaking hands. Thanks, Rona. She, she did the, the hard work for me. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. I remember like hearing stories of them- like hearing horror stories of people going into auditions. And I laughed so hard when you said that because people are like, oh my gosh, never shake the hand, never shake the hand. No, people say that. What was I thinking? Like I literally was saying in my head, what are you thinking as I'm slow in slow motion, reaching my hand over the table. And the guy, the, the, it was an artistic director. He was like looking at me kind of like, he shook my hand. It wasn't, thankfully he didn't not, but. We moved on. <laughs> and it's cool because you've been on the other side of the table before, like you said. And I know you've taught a bunch of classes in theater and stuff like that. Do you want to talk about what it's like for you to be behind the table or teaching others? Yeah, I think it's all why I like it so much. I think I truly believe performing is like my first passion where my heart lives the most. But I do like having these other experiences because I feel like they only make me a better actor, dancer, singer, like just in general. 
Um, and who knows what next year, 10 years down the road, who knows what the future brings, but it has taught, I get to see it all in a bigger circle. I get to recognize the bigger picture on a whole other level, Tiara, you know what I mean? And, and you have done your, I know you have done like your homework to see things from different angles. Yeah, in but life, we you know. met each other, which is super awesome because yes. I was, Tony and I met each other at this new musical theater festival. And I was like, this guy is so nice. I have to get his Instagram. And we had only had like spoken like two sentences to each other, but I'm really good at like telling people's vibes and just seeing like, if they're like a nice person and stuff. So I was like, you know what? This guy is so sweet. I'm going to get his Instagram and I'm going to like see him again. I could tell. And then we ended up seeing each other again. So it's pretty funny. I know. We just ran into each other too that one time though. We keep in touch. And I love that you did that too, because I'll be honest, like I signed up for that just because I had some free time and I was like, I know I want to see things involved in this. And I also want to, um, a friend of mine had posted that they needed volunteers. And so I was like, listen, I've got the time. Like, I'd be more than happy. And having a, a wonderful connection and friendship come out of that is is pretty awesome. Like, even even better than seeing any of the shows, I you know, there was good stuff there, but, you know. Yeah. There was this one show called Teeth. Did you get to see that one? I didn't see that because it's it's... I saw the movie that that's based on, and it's not really my aesthetic if you will <laughs> but did you see it because it was yeah. a hot ticket it, it was pretty funny I'm not gonna lie I mean it was definitely different than I thought it was gonna be about because I had never seen the movie before so right. I, I had no idea what was coming for me but it mm. was definitely cute and the singers and the music was great I mean kudos to all those people who were making new musicals there was this really cute one called hi my name is Ben I think it was called yes and that was very cute. But that whole process was just so fun because I did get to meet so many people like you. And I get to use those experiences to help teach others and learn more information about myself. Right. And I know you've done that, like I said before. How does it feel to teach others in classes and stuff like that? Because I know you've done dance classes before and musical theater classes yeah, I think it's, it's, you say it actually better than if I even was thinking about how I would explain, but because you learn by teaching and vice versa, like it, initially it's typically like, like musical theater dance or jazz dance that I will teach. Um, uh, but I have done some, I have done some vocal musical theater coaching and some for younger kids, but uh, I do find it, enjoyable especially on the younger side of things because younger kids just like do and and they just like if they can sing they're not worried about what they sound like really and so then you can really like mold them and then again it's learning for you to be like the way i sound uh you know of course i i've i've worked to have a uh stronger voice via lessons and, and whatnot the way i sound is the way i sound just like you the way you sound is the way you sound the way we look is the way we look there's only so much we can do or there's only so much we should do right to alter that and when you're comfortable in that and that's the you know when you're comfortable in that then you're going to do your best work that is the what feels right to me teaching wise you know what i mean like when i teach dance I can't make the whole class look like me, but the, the best thing I can do is like to get them to 
feel good about these steps, whatever they are. You know, just the other day I taught you would have loved. I should have had you come. Is uh, I okay. taught. I promise. Okay, I taught from the prom. We love the prom, right? Yes. We, I I taught. Um, it's time to dance. The closing number, and it was so much fun. And that was the whole point. You know what I mean? And that's a really amazing way to look at teaching because there are definitely teachers out there who haven't even been on much of the stage before who look at it negatively and want everybody to look the same and be pristine perfect. Mm. And it's really inspiring to hear that you just want everybody to have fun and try their best in embracing their bodies and how they could move. Because I know someone like me, I'm more of a mover with like good facial expressions. So it's great to hear something like that and be like inspired by that. Yeah. Let's move and have faith. Yeah. Out. Cause that's part of the best dancers or movers, whatever title you want to call them, whatever, you know, however you want to determine it are the greatest actors, you know? So what are some tips you have to improve dancing skills for people who really want to get to the next level? I, I personally think that it's just learning, you know, picking things up and, and again, feeling how your body moves. Cause, cause we could take ballet all we want. It's not how my body moves really like, a bit of it I recognize is, is proper for proper alignment. And, and am I going to turn better and move quicker on my feet if I'm constantly training and practicing ballet? Sure. But uh, I think more importantly for like in the mover world, picking up steps and like in different styles, if it's like, if it's like a little more hip hop, if it's like a little more Fosse, if it's like a little more, Susan Strawman, if it's like a little more Andy Blankenbiller, you know what I mean? Any of these, these different styles or specific choreographers picking up their moves and seeing like what looks best, you know what I mean? Or what feels good. And, and, and then also going from there being like, well, this feels good. So I'm going to keep doing this. You could challenge yourself with other choreographers and stuff because it can never hurt. And you know, what's really good right now is doing it online because nobody else is with you. I got to be honest, I've taken more ballet in the last two months because nobody's watching me. <laughs> Nobody wants to see me do ballet. I bet you're great at ballet. I mean, I can only imagine. What are, what are you looking forward after quarantine to? And what are you working on in order to stay busy during this time? I know you said you're working on your ballet, which is so amazing. So <laughs> proud of you. I actually appreciate that because I need the... I need the inspiration to keep going. Um, and it's in my basement. I'll, I'll, I'll share this fact that you will love. I told you I grew up in this house, right? So my basement, uh, my parents for my 15th birthday bought me mirrors. I'll send you a picture of them. Bought me mirrors um, for the basement because I love to dance. I didn't take a whole lot of dance in high school, but I like doing it on my own. So they put mirrors in the basement. And so they're, of course, still there. So that's where I've been doing my fit my workouts and training. My dad and I are both down there on the treadmill and lifting and, and whatever. So I have been quarantined doing that, trying to take as good a care of myself as possible. That's been a struggle, as I'm sure we all know. Um, I've also been doing work for this theater. I don't know if I told you about the theater. It's called Transcendence Theater Company. 
I don't think I heard of that. What is that? Look them up. They're based in wine country out in um, Sonoma, California, right? Um, I have a feeling you'll go out to visit someday. And it's this incredible theater company that was started by a friend of mine from college. And she basically wanted to, she wanted to create a theater in a place that harbored like healthy lifestyle and community outreach and connection. And she wanted to bring her friends from New York and LA to perform there. So, I mean, she built this from the ground up. And now, like, everybody, the roster of people that go, I know you would know half the people that have been out there. And Ben Vereen's performed out there and Megan Hilty and Sutton Foster. And um, it's a pretty special space. So I have been able to work with them remotely um, in this time just with some logistics. On They're doing, like, an online summer season. So I'm helping them out a little bit. So that's helped, like, keep me active, right? But it's a challenge. No, yeah, that sounds so amazing. I definitely will want to go there one day. You'll have to, yeah. you'll have to like send me their website or something. That's so amazing. That is it the theater outside or is it like that is yeah yeah. So I mean, they're closed. Obviously, they're not doing yeah. a season this summer, which is so sad. But I will give everybody the website is www.bestnightever.org. That's so awesome. Is it like hospital? It's like it's like the wine country version of Hollywood Bowl. It's a small, obviously, it's a smaller venue. It's a really quite enjoyable venue. I think it seats a thousand total, but um, it's the it's the old it's an old winery that um, was demolished in a earthquake. So only the walls stand, not the ceiling. So it's called Broadway Under the Stars. Is the concert series, and you sit under the stars and like watch Broadway performance. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I've definitely heard of Broadway Under the Stars before. That's so awesome. And that's so amazing yeah. that you're involved with them and helping them out during this time. Because I know it could get very lonely and crazy just being stuck with the same people. And I know I feel like you're very extroverted. I'm very extroverted and I vibe off other people's energy. So mm-hmm. being at home has probably been, like you said before, a roller coaster. And I'm yeah. just excited to see what comes out of this because I know there's so many people being super creative during this time. And I'm just excited for new music, new dancers, new television shows. I mean, I don't know how they're going to film TV right now, but right, we'll see what happens. What are you excited yeah. for when this all ends? You know, s- similar to you connection. And I- I'm really excited to go to the beach. I really, honestly, I know that's like so random, but I really want to go to the beach. I really want to, of course, because we're talking about it so much. And I just watched, um, I watched the Broadway World um, little segment with Richie Ridge and the the head of the Broadway League, and that got me excited about honestly just sitting in a theater and and of course all safety first. But I really want to sit there and enjoy something. I really also want to be on stage, you know. Um, Tony, I'll be there front and center when Mamma Mia gets revived on Broadway. Are you kidding? If yes. I'm not in that cast, I'll be there front and Perfect. center. Perfect. Same. If I'm not in that cast, then we'll both be there front and center. Perfect. Right? Where is the closest beach to you? Because I know you're in Ohio, so... It's funny that you should ask. There's one not too far. It's Lake Erie is the closest, like, body of water. Um, 
I have been in it before. I've been told it's not like the cleanest body of water in the country, but uh, we are not far. In fact, my parents' house is, I ride my bike there actually quite a lot. It's probably like a 10, 15 minute bike ride to the water. And then there are beaches along there, but it's been a little chilly to get there yet. And also people are not going out, you know, uh, publicly just yet. But that might happen if I'm still here, but I'm hoping to get back to New York sooner than later. And then get out to the beach there. Like we said, Long Beach, I also like. I like Coney Island too. Have you been to Coney Island? Yeah, I've been to Coney Island. I went when they had like this Stranger Things festival going on. Oh. And it was like, they had like Millie, like they had a bunch of the actors from the show there. So it was a fun time. Cool. But yeah, Coney Island is super fun. And I'm just excited to get back to New York City, and you are too. Do you still have your apartment in the city right now, or did you move everything out? No, it's sitting there empty and just waiting for us. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, uh, yeah, I was kind of back and forth, and then I was there. And then when this all happened and I went home, I just, again, I kind of thought I was going to leave it for two weeks. You know what I mean? Like, um, so I'm kind of sad, and it's lonely. Yeah. Well, at least you have your family. Oh my gosh. You have your niece, right? Yeah. So um, I'm staying with my parents, but I kind of split time. I have spent some time with my sister and her family to help them because my niece and I also have a nephew. My sister and her husband have to work from home and the kids are just at home. So I've been kind of, I call myself Mary Poppins. You know what I mean? Um, because like one time I took like this big bag of like toys and, and everything, but I've gotten to spend some incredible quality time with them. That would have never happened. I, I, I don't wish this, this quarantine on anybody. And I feel I'm grateful to be with my family and I feel for families who have struggled during this time greatly. And, and I'm, and I'm so sorry for that. Um, but some, you know, there has been some good to come out of this and it's this time we get to spend with our family. Yeah. And I mean, I can only imagine you're probably teaching them how to dance and everything. I saw on your Instagram story a photo of your niece in like a little ballerina costume, right? I know. That was her, that was her recital that we watched online because I wasn't actually at her place that week. I was at my parents' place. But that was her dance recital, 2020 dance recital to the song Reflection from Mulan, which is perfect because she had that like mirror and she was like, look, it was kind of amazing. I I didn't realize I'd be as emotional as I was. That's so cute. Oh my God. Well, when things get done with quarantine, hopefully we'll all be able to come together, have a big party on a Broadway stage, maybe at the Winter Garden. Please. (laughs) And if it happens in March, then I'll be 21 so I could drink legally. (sighs) Yeah. Oh, wait, this next March, you just had a birthday? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So if we're in quarantine, if I have a feeling Broadway won't come back to like January at least just because you know the process in recasting everybody or filling in replacements, putting choreography back into place. I mean, you know, especially well being a dance captain, how crazy that whole process is going to be for them. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny that you say that because I was thinking that when it was just going to be a month or two. And somebody was like, uh, a friend of mine was asking like how soon he was, he's not in the business. And he was like, well, when they come back, they'll just like start the show. And I go, Oh my gosh, no, they'll have to have you know, rehearsals. And especially this long technical rehearsal, they'll have to have the whole thing, you know, it'll be a process. It's a, my heart goes out to everybody who's going to deal with that first support. You know, I'm dealing with it 
um, indirectly, not in a show currently in New York, but uh, it's going to be a thing. Yeah, and I can only wonder what the theaters are like right now. I mean, I think they're still getting cleaned and stuff, but there probably isn't much going on. And the shows that have closed, like Beetlejuice and now Frozen and Slave Play. I know, I know Frozen, I isn't that Frozen has hit me pretty hard, I gotta be honest. Like, <laughs> when that announced, you would have thought I was in that cast the way I was reacting. <laughs> no, I saw that show like four times with one of my best friends, and we were both obsessed with it. Every time we would get these like partial view seats behind the conductor because they were only like $79 and the seats right next to them were like 300 almost. But we saw, every, no, yeah, we saw everything because we were sitting right behind the conductor. And I was just like hit so hard by that because Elsa always says like, like let the storm rage on, the cold never bothered me anyway. And I was like, you know what? Like, this is so messed up. I know. It, I still can't, I mean, I understand the businesses and, and the companies have to do they have to, you know, financially figure out their best moves. But that one messed me up. I was like, what? No, I know. And I expect that show to bring in lots of family, lots of money with little kids because there's lots of little tchotchkes like, and souvenirs that everybody could buy. So I wonder what's going to happen. And I really pray that Broadway will get back together soon. Mm-hmm. And that we'll all be there to rah-rah. But is there anything you want to say before we say goodbye? Anything you want to plug? Oh, I no. I just want to thank you for bringing joy today because it's so sweet of you. I'm glad that you're doing this for for to share with everyone and and to keep yourself creative and keep yourself in the know is so important. So I give you huge props. Thank you. Um, and that's and, and I can't wait to be back. I can't wait to be back for sure. And I'm going to be super excited to see you on any stage. I'll I'll come wherever you are, Tony. All right, Tiara. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I want to thank you so much for joining me, Tony. You have been a wonderful guest. My pleasure. Bye, guys. Bye.